Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. All right, it is that time once again. Good morning. Happy Friday, everybody. This is the awesome.com betting show, NFL best bets. We're going to get into college basketball. As you can see, I am Ben Raza here with Julian Edlow, as I always am. And as I always ask, Julian, happy Friday. How are you, sir? Happy Friday. I'm doing well. Um, as I just said to you, I don't even know, like, I'm going to give some college basketball plays on on this show because I have them. I have a spot that I like, like, each day through the weekend, and I'm going to give them. But college basketball is so freaking tough right now. If I just sat back and waited and was patient with the NBA player props, uh, it would be a much better week. But nonetheless, it has still been a, a good week. How about you, sir? Yeah, it's been so I'm not gonna lie MMA being on Wednesday threw off everything for me. Uh, I got down that one. I didn't know that happened. Yeah, see, there you go. It was a double double dose of MMA. We've got more coming up. And we've got a sweet promo, which I'll talk about during the show because we've got some very sharp MMA minds. I am not one of them, though. Anyway, Got college basketball. You've mentioned NBA team totals, uh, team totals, player props as well. I've seen you found the formula with Grant. Apparently, that's the ticket each and every night. There is is no formula. You just bet it. (laughs) Just bet it and print, uh, which is what we need. But yeah, college basketball, I mean, listen, there's ebbs and flows. There's a lot of games every day. There's a lot of teams, teams that haven't played for weeks on end sometimes, Uh, I was in a really nice groove. Now I've stalled a bit, kind of eking it out. But we've got some interesting games tonight, and that's where I want to start. We're going to get to the AFC Championship game, the NFC Championship game, in a second. But we've got, obviously, a lot of made-up teams. And then there's just, oh, Michigan and Purdue, Friday night, Big Ten battle. Michigan's atop that conference, and they are up to four-and-a-half-point favorite. It was two-and-a-half last night. What do you make of that game? Because that's obviously the marquee game on the slate. Yeah, I saw the look ahead line opening up at two and a half on uh, whenever it was, like Thursday morning it came out. And it was short. And I kn- I'm like, this is a trap. It has to be a trap. Everybody knows it's a trap. Uh, but I'm going to bet it. So I, <laughs> I was able to lock it last night at three. I've been planning to write it up today. Obviously, the value's a little bit gone. I'm still going to write it up because I like – I think this is one that if it opened Michigan like five and a half, nobody would have batted an eye. It might get there. Like you said, it's four and a half now. I, it's it's 9 a.m. right now. 
I saw it at, you know, 830 at like three and a half. So people are just kind of waking up and seeing that and saying, why is Michigan such a short favorite and, and betting it? So it's a square side. I think it's the right side. Michigan is really good. They just had, like, normally I would say maybe this is that, if they were still undefeated, maybe this is that letdown spot. But they just got absolutely walloped going to Minnesota, which was a team they handled and uh, bounced back very strong against Maryland. They played this week. Maryland. Maryland was awful in that game. Uh, so now they're on the road, which makes things tougher in the Big Ten, of course. But Michigan's so good. I, I'm going to write the game up. I'm going to. I'm comfortable with it at four and a half. You obviously missed some value, but sometimes if it's the right play, you got to take it. But I'm also, I think the first half is still minus two and they've been getting out to monster, like they're front runners. They get out and they get a lead. So I think playing the first half at minus two, if you don't feel like laying the four and a half, you got to get the five point win. I, I think that the two in the first half is a very attractive play as well. Michigan. Yeah. I mean, there's no doubt about it. They're just good. Um, and you mentioned I had been waiting kind of to find that spot, maybe a letdown spot, and it was Minnesota, and I was happy about that. Then they responded, as I think a great team would, crushed Maryland, and now they're here. I will say I wish I got this at two and a half, of course. I'm not sure I'm going to play it at four and a half. I am going to play the under, though. It's 138. Michigan's defense is stifling, and I do think that – Purdue will do a good enough job to limit the three-pointers. Obviously, Michigan can get crazy hot from behind the arc. They were terrible against Minnesota. One of the many reasons they lost that game, 6-22. of 22. To me, this game is played in the 60s, not the 70s. I do think Michigan probably wins the game. But if I had to take a position, I think it's pretty methodical. I'm not going to lie. Purdue's played – it's been a weird schedule. Three of their last four on the road. They're playing better. They stole a game against Michigan State. They shouldn't have won. I think they're a pretty good team. I just don't think they're in Michigan's caliber when all is said and done. What do you think about the first half? Yeah, I was Purdue's kind of grinded some games to come back, whereas Michigan gets off to the hot starts. They do. Michigan's just, like I said, I, I've been, I guess, pleasantly surprised because I do like them. Uh, they're a lot better than I thought. They're very balanced. They're top 10 in offensive and defensive efficiency per Ken Palm. Not many teams fit that. Uh, just a very balanced attack, so... You've got that going. I do, you know, looking around, though, is there anything? I mean, the drop-off from the best game of the day to the second-best game of the day is absolutely <laughs> massive. What, what um, is the second-best game of the day? One of your Dixie State games? Dixie State is playing tonight. They play Grand Canyon, <laughs> who is actually Beautiful. very good, the Antelopes. Um, I don't <laughs> think I'll be betting – that game it's a lot of you know you've got the big west playing you've got like the horizon league it looks like is going i don't see a ton um to be honest i i I think wisconsin green bay is kind of interesting they play ipfw the mastodons you can't you don't want to be betting on the mastodons i'm trying to college basketball is so tough right now i'm trying to hone in and pick first of all bet on good teams like michigan sounds stupid but like let's I don't know which one I played. That excludes me like, then because I, I only bet on that. <laughs> yeah, correct. Um, although I backed Iowa on the team total last night and it, oh my God. So it, I, I'm, I'm just, I'm just sticking to Michigan, but I do, if we want to touch on the weekend a little bit, I do have some sure look ahead. Yes. That we can, we can get into. Do you have anything 
first on Friday that you want to give out? So, like I said, it, it's really not a great card by any stretch. You know, in our premium slack, as I break down these games more, may see some spots that I'm willing to look at. But I, I do think one of the things in college basketball you have to resist is just, oh, this is interesting. I'm going to fire. Oh, that you'll be betting 20 games a day. And we all know that that is not the recipe for success. So I would caution people from doing that. I will say the one spot that is a little, just a little intriguing is again, Wisconsin green Bay. Who's a bad team. They're three and 11 on the year. Uh, they're a one point dog at home. The game is going to be very fast paced. These teams like to get up and down. I think that plays into their style, uh, but you're, you're talking about two teams that I would venture to say that none of us have seen a ton of in IPFW and Wisconsin green Bay. So I'm not gonna spend a ton of time on that. Are there marquee games on the other? Are there marquee games on Saturday that you're looking to? There are some good games. Um, you know, Baylor, Gonzaga, Virginia, Villanova all play. Houston plays. Uh, Tennessee plays. Although I'm not convinced they're good. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that was bad. Here's who. Here's who does play. Alabama and Alabama absolutely crushes people in the sec right now the one game that they didn't cover was a push um and it was against auburn plus four which i think speaks to how well auburn's playing auburn is three oh and one against the spread with sharif cooper in there i'm kind of into the sec right now for betting games like michigan baylor gonzaga like those are team good teams that we're saying that i'll back in certain ways I think the SEC is a good place to look right now. I'm really curious what the Alabama line is going to be against Mississippi State. It's probably going to be big because they're coming off a 30-point win at LSU. But the way Bama is clicking right now, that's one that I want to look at. And just in terms of of futures, like I hadn't watched that much of Tennessee. Getting smoked like that by Florida without several key players uh, on the Gators – that was kind of eye-opening for me. I didn't realize they were quite that vulnerable. They don't really have a go-to scorer. Uh, Kentucky stinks. What else is going They're on bad. in the SEC? Like, I, so this was plus 700 the other night, and it went down after the big LSU win. But I took Alabama at plus 500 to win the SEC, and that's to the, the tournament. Um which is weird to bet on now, but like, I think by the time we get that, like when that tournament starts and I have that plus 500 ticket, I think I'm going to be very happy about it um, compared to what those odds are going to look like. And then if something happens in the tournament or they're not playing quite as well at time, I think they'll go deep enough in it that, you know, at a plus 500, you'll be able to hedge out. So that's, you know, giving out, college basketball tournament futures in the middle of January isn't all that popular, but I think getting some money in on Alabama is uh, very well worth it. Last I looked, they were plus 650 to make the final four, I think, um, which might give you some hedging opportunities. I don't know. I like the SEC bet. I, I think that's, that's, I mean, I already Where placed it, so I'm telling you, I like it. <laughs> Appreciate a friend of all the shows. Appreciate the super chat with the Kevin Stadler mentioned. He's actually on the links this week shooting, I believe, many over par as he always is. Um, but to to wrap up college basketball, we'll see. You know, there's I have not seen a lot of Alabama. Obviously, I've seen new scores. Creighton plays tomorrow. I do want to say, and this is shocking, but I had to look it up. 
Creighton is 10 and four. I have bet them in all four games that they have lost. That is a true thing. I'm not just saying that. Bet them the other day. They blew another one with free throws. Shout out to Winthrop. That's my last thing. Winthrop, 15 and 0. Don't sleep on the Eagles. There's a couple teams lurking out there like that. We'll see how good they are. But again, college basketball, it's going to be a day-by-day thing. It's one of the many reasons you should hop in our premium slack, even if it's just for a week. That's one of the many perks. You obviously get all the DFS knowledge and whatnot, but you also get premium slack, and we're dropping a lot of bets in there and, and capturing some value. But you know what? Enough of this. Let's get to one. I'm going to do one more. I'm going to do one more thing. <laughs> I looked ahead to Saturday. I'm going to, I'm going to look ahead to Sunday. Oh my this God. Might be dumb. This game wasn't even supposed to happen. Um, URI had a George Mason or George Washington game canceled. Um, I bet URI on Wednesday and they were up 17 against an awful Duquesne team and lost outright. Now, because of their game getting canceled, now they're going to schedule Fordham at home on oh Sunday. It looks like. If there's a bounce back spot from losing to Duquesne, it's Fordham playing in Rhode Island because Fordham is brutal. Fordham lost to Duquesne when Duquesne scored 48 points. <laughs> if Rhode Island bounces, it's probably going to be a big number, but if Rhode Island bounces back, maybe you look first half because they need to come out firing after their worst half of the season. Um so URI on Sunday is is going to be a spot that I'm looking Okay. Yeah, I mean, we're both A-10 people. Fordham is awful. Yep. Uh, they so got the bad. Bronx Zoo by the campus. That's literally the only good thing. That basketball team has seen better days. So, uh, wow, the, the rare look ahead to Sunday. I, and told, I, guess- told you, I, I don't want I don't want to – I'm not betting five college basketball games Friday night. I give you one Friday, one Saturday. On Sunday, keep Look it at that. simple, organized, strong spots. Boom. And that's what we do here. And it's a perfect segue to Sunday, which no one, I can guarantee you that no one will be paying attention to Fordham and Rhode Island because mm. we've got the AFC and the NFC championship games, the best doubleheader every year. Obviously, this is it. Four teams left Chiefs, Bills, mm. Bucks, Packers. I have major rooting interests in both, but more importantly than that, we may have major, major betting interest in both. So let's start with the AFC championship game. The Bills did their job. Very impressive. They handled Lamar. Uh, the Ravens looked awful. Credit to them. Chiefs, I don't know what you make of that. They held on even though I don't know how, you know, they were pushed without really being pushed. And of course, we all know the Mahomes situation. So I guess we'll start there. I know you're not a doctor, but I assume you think he's going to play, right? Uh, yeah, I'm going to break some news here on the show. Patrick Mahomes is playing. <laughs> um, that's why you confirm that. There's no way he's sitting out this game. It's not happening. Uh, he's going to be on the field. Now, I'm not I, – I hope Mahomes' long-term health with, like, his head and everything is okay. We all do. I'm not worried about his concussion on Sunday. I'm worried about the turf toe, ankle, whatever's going on that we saw before he went down was hobbling him a little. Now, he also had a rushing touchdown, and he's probably going to hang in there and make the plays. But you combine the concussion and the foot stuff, and, you know, everybody's always one hit away from getting knocked out of the game. But Mahomes is a little more susceptible to being knocked out of this game, which makes me a little uneasy. But – uh, every, you're on the Bills in this game, I assume. Um, 
Everybody loves the Bills. The Bills really showed up last week and made all of us Ravens backers look silly. Uh, All the numbers point to the Bills, and the Bills are almost becoming like a public side because of the Mahomes situation. Uh, all right. So I've, I've Kansas city futures to win the AFC and to win the super bowl. So I don't even need to bet the game. If I did, I would bet Kansas city minus three. Um, I'm going against the numbers. I'm going against the trends. I'm going against the, the healthier, hotter team. Uh, simply because I, I don't know if the bills are ready for this moment. They've been ready for the playoff moments we remember Josh Allen's huge mistake in Houston last year in the playoffs, choking that game away. He almost did that in the first, in the first round against Indy. Uh, He had that massive fumble trying to stay up late in the game (laughs) and his offensive lineman recovered it. If that goes the other way, Indy might win that game. Um, I'm not convinced that Josh Allen, that the moment's not going to be too big for Josh Allen in this offense against the chiefs. I think the Chiefs have an underrated secondary that isn't going to stop but can contain uh, Stephon Diggs, who's the key to this offense. Diggs had, I think, it was either six or seven catches for something in the 40s in the yards in that game in Buffalo. It was a weird Monday afternoon game in the rain, but nonetheless, that was in Buffalo. This one's going to be an arrowhead with fans, uh, hostile environment to a degree. I don't have numbers to – to back why I like the Chiefs. The numbers point to the Bills. I just think we're getting a little bit of a discount on the best team in the NFL in this spot because of a, a combination of things. And I'm, I'm riding with the team that, that overall has been, been better. Yeah, they are quite good. I mean, so I'll say this, just like you, of course we hope Mahomes is all right long-term, but when he went down and he got up, I thought it was, I didn't think he had a concussion. I thought it was his leg. And then when it was a concussion, honestly, I'm sure the chiefs were somewhat relieved because if it was his leg, I don't know if we would have seen him. And that could have been a serious problem with a concussion. I say this all the time. It's somewhat binary. You either can play or you can't, uh, you're not going to be limited with a concussion. So if he's good to go, I'm, I'm interested to see what the leg does. If his mobility, not that he's Lamar, obviously, but His timely scrambling is a huge asset. Those weird option plays, huge asset. I want to see what's up with him. Edwards, Alaire, Breland got a concussion in that game. I think that's a key piece for the, for the chiefs. They're the chiefs though. They are an arrowhead. It's going to be very difficult, but then I do want to give Buffalo. I don't think people realize since that chiefs game, when they lost in the rain, that was in week six, they have, rattled off nine nine out of ten wins and the game they lost was the deandre hopkins hail mary they've yep. been killing teams they've won five straight six straight games by double digits uh I, I know it's a big step up and this is the chiefs but the bills really have done I, I guess i'll say this there is nothing the bills could have done to change your mind it feels like because they have done everything that you could ask a team including rolling over what I thought was a better team in Baltimore. Absolutely. The bills have done taken down everything in front of them and their only loss is one fluke play and they still covered that game. So it's really tough to, you can't, you can't pick a hole in the bills. I'm just, I, I just think that the chiefs are, are better and they'll get it done, but uh, I, 
I'm, I feel much more confident, I think, on the NFC side of things. It wouldn't shock me at all if Buffalo's in the Super Bowl. I won't be, you know, adding to my position on, on Kansas City here uh, because it's like a shorter number than the look-ahead line or anything. Uh, I just have some slight plus money on, on Kansas City to win the, the AFC. I'm, I'm not going to hedge it at all at any Buffalo uh, with any Buffalo, uh, but – this is going to be a good game. It's going to be a tight game. It's going to be a game, you know, to get the best out of it. We need Mahomes to not be a hundred percent, but he needs to be 80, 90% and he needs to play the whole game. Oh, no doubt. I mean, and, and I want Any, to anything won't be possible two weeks in a row. <laughs> no, no, it won't. Uh, and friend of the show, Justin chat, 31, 27 Kansas city. That's very reasonable. I, I can't push back on that at all. I do want to dive into the player props before we move to the Tundra in Lambo, because we've got a lot to break down here and we've got the time. So, you know, of course there's everything that you, you could really ask for in terms of props. You go to odd shopper, you can chop those names, find the lines. The first one that stands out to me is Tyree kill and it's his receptions prop. It sits at five and a half. It is juiced to the over, but only minus one twenty eight. To me, that's a, that's a spot right there. Tyreek Hill is one of those players. I feel like he gets two or three receptions that are auto receptions on either screens or pop passes. So now you're saying, can he just catch a couple balls uh, against Cleveland? Ten targets, eight receptions. I think he sees that again. I know Tre'Davious White is a good player, but the way they get Tyreek the ball, to me, this is a pretty easy spot spot to start your prop card with. Um, I, I, I like that because you know that they're going to, they're going to make ways to get Hill the ball, uh, that you can't stop. That's right. That's going to, that's going to start with, like you said, a baseline of a few catches, which gets you halfway there. I, so I like the, the receptions prop on Hill a little bit more than the, the yards, I would say. Same on the flip side. I like Travis Kelsey's yards more than his receptions. I like Travis Kelsey. It's 94 and a half, um, but Buffalo in that game against Phillip Rivers, they gave up 14 receptions and well over 100 yards to Phillip Rivers' trio of, of trash tight ends, Mo Alley-Cox, uh, Jack Doyle. Like Kelsey's going to figure it out in this game. The other thing I like, and I, I don't want to handicap for this too much. I, I kind of hate it, but if Mahomes does miss any snaps – Getting the ball to Travis Kelsey is much more manageable for Chad Henney than bombing it to Tyreek Hill. Um, he actually hit his over last week, which I wrote up on on Osimo, uh, on a pass from Henney. Uh, he, he was just shy of his yardage when he went out of the game. It might be an either or for me. I might play Kelsey's also like minus 120, minus 125 to score, which seems pretty low. Uh considering the season uh, that he had, but setting the tight end yardage record, like the yards are safe. Um, last week we had an odds boost on draft from, from my podcast on reasonable odds. It was our first ever odds boost. I was really excited about it. It was Lamar Jackson to rush for a hundred yards. It got absolutely stomped, um, but we're doing it again this week. We're going to have Travis Kelsey a hundred yards receiving and to score. Okay. Uh, so there's going to be an odds boost on that on DraftKings. I'll have it on Twitter. Keep an eye out for it. I'll be betting that. Um, but individually, I'm going to be either on Kelsey over 94 and a half yards and or Kelsey to score. So everything you just said, 
it, it makes perfect sense. Tra- First of all, Travis Kelsey's unstoppable. And second of all, the bills are rough, but I am going to just say, I am a bitter, bitter, bitter person who rostered basically hundred percent Mark Andrews last week. I don't mm. understand how they couldn't exploit this in both. He had 11 targets, I think. I know. Oh, I know. It was, it was there and it just didn't materialize. And I do. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. I think that Kelsey will not be held down. I don't worry. I'm not going to plan for Henny either, but I, I will say for both of the props we just mentioned, if Henny does come in, Kelsey's going to remain busy and Tyreek Hill is going to get short, short passes and they're going to let him run. I don't worry about his receptions prop where it's like, oh, they lose Mahomes. It's completely over. A, I don't think that's going to happen. I'd be stunned. And even if it did, Tyreek Hill, like I said, they can get him the ball if they want to. They'll give him a pop pass. Mm-hmm. They'll give him a one yard you know, that how they won the game on fourth and inches, that play is virtually unstoppable. Uh, so at five and a half receptions, Kelsey seems like a favorite to go over the century mark, to be honest. I, I don't mind that on the other side. It's, I think a lot tougher to attack, even though, like I said, I do think the bills can and, and will, I'm going to say they will win the game. I, I don't love it, but I'm, I'm going to take a stand. I got to go down with the ship. Diggs is receptions is a seven and a half. John Brown, four and a half. I don't really love that Singletary two and a half. Is there anything that you see uh, in the Bills player props that is interesting to you? Not really. Uh, I want I want to find something. I've been looking for something, but I don't really like Singletary being the only back. Like cool, but they didn't even use him uh, against Baltimore. They just literally passed the ball until it was until the game was done. I don't think I'm going to back anything on the Buffalo side. You know, obviously they want to keep Stefan Diggs as involved in, as possible, but it, that was limited uh, at the last time these two teams matched up. So I'm not necessarily confident there. I'm going to definitely play a Kelsey prop, maybe multiple and maybe a Tyree kill. Uh, but I, I think that'll be it for, for props for me in, in that one. So I got one. And again, do I think this has to be on your card? Definitely not, but this is more of a general rule for me with guys like this. In a game where, I mean, it's beyond all hands on deck, Josh Allen rushing, it's 31 and a half. He's going to have to move. If they're down, he's going to be running all over the place. If they're up, it could be because he does that. I don't mind taking a spot like that or even taking him to score. Uh, He is a guy that in the red zone at times can get it done by running one in. So uh, again, 31 and a half at minus 111. I think you could do worse to it. Does it need to be on your card? Definitely not, but you wouldn't, it wouldn't stun me to see him have, you know, eight or nine carries for 40 yards uh, in a loss or in a win. He just, this is a game they're going to need every type of way to exploit this Chiefs defense. It's honestly not like if you're somebody sitting in a position like me that's already, my mind is, is made for me. I'm already yeah. in Kansas City from, from weeks ago. It's not a bad uh, somewhat hedge 
on on Buffalo, and you can also win it in a you know Chiefs win by ten, and Allen's scrambling around, and you and you get them both. So it's absolutely. I don't know that. Uh, I might consider that because if Kansas City does go down, Allen would would likely have a good game, and it's you know you can set the game script both both ways on it. I mean, yeah, just look at and then we'll move on. Against Baltimore, he had three yards rushing, and part of that was they did a good job against them. The other part was he didn't need to run. You know, you don't need to run if you're controlling the game. Uh, If it gets back and forth, I could see him, you know, he's going to have to possibly run. So, Well, yeah, I think we can all agree there's no chance that Kansas City pulls a Baltimore and scores three points in this game. So we're going to put it on the board. Make Allen have to run a little bit. Yeah, and in the first matchup, I know that was a long time ago. It was in the rain. Eight carries, 42 yards. That is exactly kind of how I envision it again. Um, so, all right. So now we've, we've got one Super Bowl team in. We've got the Bills. Who will the Bills be playing in the Super Bowl? As much as I want Josh Allen in there, more important to me is the NFC Championship game. We've got Tommy Boy, Tom Brady, Aaron Rodgers, Going in Lambeau, Bucks, Packers, Packers minus three, 51 and a half point total. Boy, oh boy, oh boy. Uh, let's start with Tampa. So they had to play the team. Can you beat them three times? Drew Brees was, I don't know if he was hurt still or he's just Drew done. Brees lost the game. He's, he was, they should have went with Jameis. I'm not, that's yeah. not like the Monday morning quarterback. It was just clear that. Drew Brees was not himself or he's just not there anymore. Uh, the Saints defense, what do, you, what do you want them to do? They were given no chance. And credit to the Bucs, they took advantage of all the turnovers. Yeah, uh, that was, I mean, I've, we've talked about it all year that I have, you know, investments in Tampa. Um, I got the good numbers right before the Brady news broke. So I did hedge some uh, with some Saints money line last week. I thought the Saints were going to win. Uh, so I, you know, I hedged rather heavily on it because I also thought it was the right side and it obviously was, was not, uh, because of Drew Brees. Now this week, you know, I have a pretty strong stance again. I like green Bay and we'll, we can get into why, however, uh, you know, I have Tampa plus 1800 in the NFC. I have Tampa plus 3,300 to win the Super Bowl. And the only other NFC future that I took out was Green Bay a little while back at plus 200 to win the NFC. So, you know, I'm good here, but I'm I'm probably going to bet Green Bay um, because I think that, again, just like the Saints, I think Green Bay is the right side in this game. And, uh, I, you know, I also have the big numbers on Tampa to just kind of keep hedging at, at, at this point. That game – the mistakes that the saints made Aaron Rodgers isn't going to make those mistakes at home and give Tampa what, what it got uh, those short fields in a dome indoors. Uh, you know, Bra- the easy thing here is Brady is going into a weather game and it's just, this is not like, Oh, the Tampa, can the Tampa Bay Buccaneers play at Lambeau? You got Brady going and that's, he's done this a million times, but he has regressed a little with old age in these, Foxborough weather games as his career progressed. Um, is he going to be a puddle like Drew Brees was last game? No, but Brady almost made a huge mistake late in that game. That uh, interception that was dropped, the camera zoomed in on him. He said, 
awful bleeping throw or whatever he said, dumb bleeping throw. Rodgers doesn't throw interceptions. The one bad game that Green Bay had this season was a 38 to 10 loss in Tampa Bay. Uh, That's not going to happen again. He threw a pick six in that game. He threw a near second pick six. Had he thrown a second pick six, that would have doubled his career pick sixes in one game. Um, Rodgers doesn't do that. And he's not going to do that in this game. Rodgers covers at home. They're going to put up points. I can't talk myself out of Green Bay in this game. I'm, I'm going to add to them. I really think that it is the right side. I think that the rest of the Buccaneers perhaps are affected in a cold, snowy weather game, if that's what it turns out to be, even if, if Brady's able to, to keep his composure. Yeah, I mean, uh, Tampa going into Lambeau is not good. I know it's not going to affect Brady, but there's like that's a thing. It's not going to be freezing, unfortunately. It's going to be just like generically cold. Uh, but this is just a tough spot. I guess the, the question that I want to pose is, do you take, do you think it matters at all that Tampa dismantled them? Or do you just think that means nothing in a game like this? I mean, cause it, they dismantled no. the Packers. No one has done that except Tampa. Yeah, uh, no, I, I don't. I think it's an outlier. I think that Rogers got down big in that game and started going for the home runs and you look at last week he took everything that was I mean the Rams defense is fantastic and he just took everything that was in front of him 10 12 15 play drives and turned them into scoring drives whereas that Tampa game once he went down he was just hucking it downfield and it wasn't wasn't working um I don't even remember the second point I was going to make. I, I, I don't think it matters. Oh, the second point I was going to make is we sat here last week and said, do the Saints just have the Bucks number? They've dominated them twice this season. We both were like, yeah, they probably do. We like the Saints. And look what Tampa does. Comes out and, and wins that game. So, no, don't think it matters. Yeah. And just to speak to the other side of that, even though I, I definitely was on that wavelength, it wasn't because – I know this sounds kind of silly, but it's not like, oh, well, the Tampa, uh, the Saints just crushed them in that second matchup. They're going to do that. Those games, it, it's the NFL. And we see this every day in college basketball. They play back-to-back. Team wins by 25. Michigan beat Minnesota by like 25. Then they lost by 25 a couple of days later. It happens. Uh, I don't take much from a game that was months ago. Green Bay is just firing on all cylinders. I, I guess my question now is to dig into the game itself. Nobody can run on Tampa. Um, you've got Aaron Jones rushing props sitting at 62 and a half at some places. What do you think they try to employ? Do you think they just do what they do? Do you think they just lean? I mean, Devontae Adams is unstoppable, as we saw against Ramsey. He's another guy. doesn't matter. They'll get him the ball. Uh, or do you think they will have some success on the ground? It's a good question. Uh, I I think that they have to at least try the ground game um, Mm. and and see what they can get out of it. Let me see. How did Aaron Jones do in that? Probably awful in that first. Well, yeah. yeah, yeah, 10 carries for 15 yards. I mean, the blowout factor as well. So the thing with, with Jones, like I bet him to minus 105 to score last week. Mm-hmm. and he got there, but a lot of work was going to Jamal Williams on the goal line. Dylan's getting mixed in. It, you know, other other running backs are going to get touches, and this is a good run defense. So I, I would lean under, but 
I don't know. I don't know if I necessarily am going to take it because I do really like the Packers here at, at home. Uh, so I don't know if I'm going to fade the home running back favorite on, on the rushing prop, even against Tampa. Um, but that said, like, I, you want to hear something crazy. Here's Devonte Adams has played now in 14 regular season games and one playoff game, 15 total games, six times. He's scored the first touchdown in the game. He is six and nine to the first touchdown, which six and nine record. Oh, not good. But these are plus five, six, 700 bets plus 28 units. If you bet every Packers game, Devonte Adams played in first touchdown. Um, even in the red zone, we saw it last week on the one, two yard line. They find ways to get Devontae Adams the ball. Yes. And that was, first of all, that's insane. Of those 28 units, <laughs> I've collected exactly zero of them this year. Same, same. Should have been doing that. Uh, the one thing I did collect though last week, and I'm going to do it again this week, everyone was really worried about Jalen Ramsey. The receptions prop for Devontae Adams was six and a half. I went there immediately because just like what I said with Tyreek Hill, yes. Great corner, but if they want to get Devontae Adams the ball, they will get it to him on a one-yard pass, on a screen. That play on the goal line is unstoppable. Ten targets, nine receptions. His prop this week is seven and a half, plus 100 to the over. I will be going there. I do not think that Green Bay, if they are winning, can run the ball consistently. If they are losing, they won't try to run the ball. Devontae Adams is going to have north of ten targets. If he has north of 10 targets, I think he will have north of seven and a half catches. Going to keep riding that to the wheels fall off. He's too good. And Tampa secondary, I think it was a product more of Michael Thomas just being clearly injured than actually shutting him down. Traquan was going wild. Uh, so I don't worry about that. I'm with you. Uh, and you look at it the way that you put it. You know, if, if Green Bay wants to get Adams the ball, they'll get him the ball no matter who's on the other side that's exactly what it was against Ramsey because Adams only had 66 yards, but he had nine receptions on 10 targets. So that's getting the ball. That's 7.3 yards per, per reception. That's not much, especially for a guy like Adams who he just scrolled through. He's had games, you know, 15, 16, 17 yards per reception. That's just force feeding him the ball. Um, and then obviously the 19 touchdowns in 15 games, like, He's in the minus one seventy five neighborhood to score any time. I might just I might just lay it there as well as the receptions, um, and then I'm gonna sprinkle on the first touchdown score. And obviously, it's not gonna happen. No, uh, I'll, I, I will put an end to that streak. But how can you not at this point with just how the Packers look to get them the ball? Tampa's also I know they scored first last. Uh, well, they didn't score the first touchdown. Down. Yeah, maybe they did. But either way, Tampa is a pretty bad first quarter team. They give up close to seven points per first quarter, which isn't isn't good. So maybe a slight edge to Green Bay scoring first. I don't know if you really want to want to factor that in. The Packers are a really good second quarter team. Um in their last like seven games, they've scored over over an average of 12 points per second quarter. So like getting in on a live first half money line or taking the Packers minus two and a half first half that has some appeal to me I took I took the minus three and a half first half last week which worked out yeah it's again I mean these are great teams we know that it's I don't want to say it's a clash of styles per se it's just we know what Tampa is going to try to do particularly defensively they're going to take away that run and then maybe they do have something to stop Aaron Rodgers but I no one stops him 
on the other side. So we've got Antonio Brown is banged up game time decision. It looks like regardless of that, I mean, that will affect some things you've got Godwin five and a half receptions Fournette three and a half, kind of like that, a little gronk maybe. How do you see Tampa trying to attack green Bay? Yeah, that's the, uh, that's the big question, right? How's Tampa going to do this offensively? And, you know, Green Bay has been pretty good against receivers, at least from a fantasy perspective, uh, and not as good against running backs. So, excuse me. Um, I'm kind of with you on Fournette, like the way that he's been going, the way that they've been using him these two postseason games. He has 10 targets, nine receptions. He's got at least four in both games. I kind of like Fournette receiving. He's also been getting the work on the ground, um, at least 17 carries in each game. So if, if, if they try, they need to try and keep this close. I think Fournette plays, plays a role in that. Um, You know, Gronk is tough. Like one catch on six targets this postseason. I know. Brown is out. Brady loves to force feed Antonio Brown for, for some reason. If Brown is out, maybe he looks to another guy that he has the history with and trusts uh, in, in Gronk. I, I can't bring myself to bet a Gronk over right now. I, I just don't, don't see it happening. And, then, you know, these guys have their connection and whatnot. Connecting one of five times last week against the Saints is like doesn't show us much, doesn't show us like much is, is there. So for me on the Tampa side, this is, like I said, I'm Chiefs and Kelsey props. I'm, I'm Packers and Adams props. Those work together. It's hard to pick props on the losing side. But like the Josh Allen one, if I sneak that one in on the Tampa side, it, it would be something Fournette related. I don't know exactly what yet, probably receptions. Um, but that's really the only spot I'm looking on Tampa. Yeah, it's – it's such a tricky they've been a a tricky team all year and and Chad just brought it up Arians hates the tight ends for some reason I don't know why they're one of those teams where I don't I never agree with kind of how they do things so I'm naturally it's nice when you kind of see eye to eye with the game plan and you can grasp right a lot of times in Tampa I think they're going to do one thing and they employ a different strategy uh it makes it a little difficult how how do we feel about the, the defense plus returner anytime TD parlay I mean, you never know. Um, the problem with the defense side is you've got quarterbacks, some of them at least, that really don't make mistakes. Uh, I was going to uh, say, I don't like. I don't think Rodgers is making a mistake in this game. Brady maybe is due for but, one, but then you need it to be returned. Like, I don't want to. I don't want to bet on Tom Brady and Aaron Rodgers making mistakes. They probably won't. Uh, yeah, that's kind of where I'm at as well with them. Um, so we'll have to see. I, I think the running back situation, certainly on the DFS side, we're going to have you covered, breaking it all down from ownership to projections. Two-game slate, but you know what? I say this every time. If you win the two-game slate, it counts just as much as winning any other slate. You'll be quite happy. No one cares uh, that it was this made-up slate. Uh, all right, a couple things, and then we're going to bounce on out of here. We've got plenty of shows coming up all day from NBA to MMA. It's just a, it never ends. Uh, and I do want to say, because MMA is going twice this week, we are running a special $2.57 weekly pass promo with the promo code Connor, as in Connor McGregor, C-O-N-O-R. 
He's fighting in Fight Island against someone named Poirier. It's going to be wild. This is why you don't want to listen to me. You listen to Pete the Heat. You listen to Jason Floyd. They know what's going on. They tell you how, not even who's going to win, what type of choke. Oh, and a conda choke. I don't even know what that means, but we, we have people. Good, because I want to, good. I want to bet on this and McGregor's too expensive. So I need to find out if the McGregor under two and a half rounds, if that's legit, I need to ask one of these guys so I can get a reasonable price. Yes. That's what I need to do as well, because I don't know what I'm doing with that. I also want to say Chad, as always, very important. We are getting there. We've got a couple weeks to the Super Bowl, but we're making progress. We are marching towards 50,000 subscribers on YouTube. Every show is doing their part. And the betting show. I know we've got a loyal fan base here. You guys are doing your part to hit that like button and press subscribe. Hit the notification bell. So we're going to have some new shows unveiled. we got a lot of cool things coming up here. College basketball March Madness will be here soon enough. All right. So let's just wrap this up here. I know you've kind of mentioned you're envisioning Chiefs Packers Super Bowl. Is that that kind of how you see this going down? Yes. Give me the two home favorite one seeds. Uh, <laughs> it's probably not going to go that way, but yes. Okay. If you had to pick one of them to go down, which one do you think is more Chiefs. ripe for, for the okay, the Chiefs? Is that a product of the Bills more? The Bills and the Mahomes factor, which again, I don't want to make a part of my handicap, but like it's there. Yeah, it is. And listen, between now and Sunday, we're going to get a lot more information. Who's in, who's out. There's a couple guys, like I said, Edwards Lair, Antonio Brown, Breland in that secondary. I, I want to see what's going on outside Mahomes for, for different games, of course, but these little small edges will make a difference, not just on the DFS side, uh, other thing, of course, find us on Twitter. You've got Julian's handle right there, at Julian Edlow. He's dropping some real good plays, not just in college basketball, but in the NBA. Jazz or DFS, if you want some golf takes, in addition to all the things we've already talked about, we're going to so get on out of here. So oh, who's go going ahead. down? You didn't make, you, you're sneaking out without a pick. You're heavy on the bills, so does that mean you think the Packers are going down? Yes. I mean, I, 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 I hope the Packers win the game. I'm going to be rooting for them. I'm worried just... I, I, this Tampa team is, is got something going right now. Uh, does. I, I hope it's Bills Packers very badly. Um, and to me, I, I really do think it comes down to, I know this sounds ridiculous because we've talked about, he doesn't make mistakes. I don't think that the, the Bucks will win if they don't win the turnover game. And I know that's a big ask. If Rogers has a turnover or two, I think that will push it over. If he's clean again, as he's yep. been, it's going to be hard to beat them up there. Uh, they yep. have to They have to make a play somehow. I hope they don't. That's what worries me. Can they, even just one, can they get the ball on a short field to put the pressure on? If the Buffalo Bills get pounded by Tom Brady for 20 years and then finally get him out of the division and make it to the Super Bowl only to lose to Tom Brady, that will be the greatest troll job of all time. Yeah, no, then this show <laughs> will have someone else bringing it in each and every week with you. Cause I, I can't handle that. If he, that would be just so cruel on so many levels. Um, let's would. hope that doesn't happen. But like I said, stay tuned, plenty coming. And I don't even need to say this, but you guys know we are going to have a ton of Super Bowl coverage. We're gonna have a lot of fun. Me and Julian will be involved with the whole crew, but on that note, we're going to bounce on out of here, set it up. NBA coming up next fast and furious. Good luck today. Good luck this weekend. We'll talk to you guys soon.